Welcome to Revival on the Word. I am your host, Taya Carlisle. Before we get started, let's pray. Glory to you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God, for this day, this brand new day, Father God. I pray right now, Father God, that you would just be in the midst of this word today. We glorify your mighty name. I pray this, that your people will receive a message from you, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Listen, if you haven't already, you're going to have to catch last Wednesday's word about Samuel. God is, he's so um, humorous. I just love him. He's so amazing. So we're going to continue to read with Samuel and we're going to read, just read through chapter 10 and chapter 11. Samuel anoints Saul as king, and if you don't know the story of Samuel, please go and read it because it's so important that you read and understand what is going on here. This man then walked on his promised land, and he didn't even know that he was about to be king. But listen up. Then Samuel took a flask of olive oil and poured it over Saul's head. He kissed Saul and said, I am doing this because the Lord has appointed you to be the ruler over Israel, his special possession. My God, when you leave me today, you will see two men beside Rachel's tomb at Zelza on the border of Benjamin. Hallelujah. They will tell you that the donkeys have been found and that your father has stopped worrying about them and is now worried about you. He is asking, have you seen my son? When you get to the Oak of Tabor, you will see three men coming towards you who are on their way to worship God at Bethel. One will be bringing three young goats and another will have three loaves of bread and the third will be carrying a wineskin full of wine. My God. They will greet you and offer you two of loaves of the loaves which you are to accept. When you arrive at Gilbeth, of God, where the garrison of the Philistines is located, you will meet a band of prophets coming down from the place of worship. They will be playing a harp, a tambourine, a flute, and a lyric, and they will be prophesying. At that time, the spirit of the Lord will come powerfully upon you and you will prophesy with them. You will be changed into a different person. My God, after these signs take place, do what must be done for God is with you. Then go down to Gilgal ahead of me. I will join you there to sacrifice burnt offerings and peace offerings. You must wait for seven days until I arrive and give you a further instructions. Listen to me when I tell you this. This is something that you all are going through today. Most of you are going through this very same situation today. God is blessing you today. You will walk on your promised land if you haven't already. The land that God is going to crown you on where you're going to rule over it because he has created us to rule over nations. My God, he has created us to rule over nations, to be the answer to the problem. We are here to bring people to the body of Christ and to deliver his people and to heal them. Listen, Saul was appointed king. God already had 
had a provision over him. If you listen to the last podcast, you'll understand what I'm talking about today. God has already had a calling for Saul. When he sings Samuel, he said, that is him. That is who I have chosen. Listen, God has chosen some of you to rule over a city, to create cities, to create states. Whatever it is that God called you to do is mighty powerful in it. And he will give you his glory. He will give you the spirit of him to do it. If he chose you to do it, he will give you the mantle to do it just like he did Saul. Samuel just said that God spirit, the spirit of the Lord will come powerfully upon him. You and that he will prophesy with them. You, some of you should believe that God will overflow inside of you and around you. And he will send people around you. That's prophetic. That could be a team that could, that can build you up and that could walk with you in this hour. And you will prophesy with them. You will be changed into a different person. You won't even recognize you. As Saul turned and started to leave. This is verse nine. As Saul turned and started to leave, God gave him a new heart. And all Samuel's signs were fulfilled that day. Did you not hear that? God gave Saul a new heart. God can choose whoever he wants to choose when it comes to do the will of his, when it comes to do his work. When Saul and his servant arrived at Gilbeah, Gilbeah, uh, forgive me if I'm saying it wrong. I love y'all, but y'all <laughs> interpret it yourself. They saw a group of prophets coming toward them. Then the spirit of the Lord of God came powerfully upon Saul and he too began to prophesy. When those who knew Saul heard about it, they exclaimed, what is even Saul a prophet? How did the son of Kish become a prophet? Listen, a lot of you are going to be walking into your calling looking brand new. People not even going to recognize you. You're not even going to recognize you. They're going to be asking, how are you? How is this so? Is this really this person? Who is this? Listen, allow them to see the glory of God over your life. Verse 12 says, and one of those standing there said, can anyone become a prophet no matter who his father is? So that is the origin of this saying is even Saul a prophet? They're, they're, they right here is questioning what is Saul? Is he a prophet? How did he become a prophet? How did he get the spirit of the Lord? Because God chose him. Saul didn't even know what he was walking into. A lot of you don't even know what you're walking into. This is why God, this is why we are to be joyful and graceful and humble at all times because we don't know our beginning and end. I mean, God knows our beginning and end. He knows what he has called over your life. He knows what he has chosen you for. And because of Saul, all he did was just gave his yes and amen. All you have to do is give God your yes and amen and be in alignment with him and he will do the work. He will do the work while you also put in the work. By being obedient and steadfast, reading the word, fast and praying, you know, the basics, which is the big, the big basis to the Lord. 
When Saul had finished prophesying, he went up to the place of worship. Listen, how prophetic that is. That is verse 13. When you prophesy, worship is always so important because it, it ushers in, worship ushers in the Holy Ghost, even more powerful. The Holy Ghost is already there when you're prophesying, but imagine a, a level of a, a glorious grace of glory just falling upon the atmosphere. I believe that's so because I've experienced it for myself. So listen, verse 14, where have you been? Saul's uncle asked him and his servant. We were looking for the donkeys, Saul replied, but we couldn't find them. So we went to Samuel to ask where they were. Oh, and what did he say? His uncle asked. He told us that the donkeys had already been found, Saul replied. But Saul didn't tell his uncle what Samuel said about the kingdom. Now, why do you think that? A lot of people can't handle what God is doing in your life. No matter if they're family, your friends, or cousin, uncles, aunties, or your pastor. No one can handle the glory of God over your life. But it was provision already made because Samuel already told him at the beginning what to say and what to do. Later, Samuel called all the people of Israel to meet before the Lord in Mizpah. And he said, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel has declared. I brought you from Egypt and rescued you from the Egyptians and from all of the nations that were oppressing you. But though I have rescued you from your misery and distress, you have rejected your God today and have said, no, we want a king instead. Now, therefore, present yourselves before the Lord by tribes and, cl and clans. So Samuel brought all the tribes of Israel before the Lord and the tribe of Benjamin was chosen by lot. Mm -mm. Then he brought each family of the tribe of Benjamin before the Lord and the family of the Metrites was chosen. And finally Saul, son of Kish, was chosen from among them, but when they looked for him, he had disappeared. So they asked the Lord, where is he? And the Lord replied, he is hiding among the baggage. My God, a lot of you are hiding among the baggage when God has already chosen you, when God has already put his stamp and his mark on you. Do not hide. Come out of hiding. It is time for you to stand out and to do the very things he has called you to do. Verse 23. So they found him and brought him out and he stood head and shoulders above anyone else then Samuel said to all the people this is the man the Lord has chosen as your king no one in all Israel is like him and all the people shouted long live the king my God <laughs> these people chose a human before God listen if this isn't prophetic enough we are in Babylon today Look at the world today. Look what's going on today. 
who is people choosing? They're creating their own gods. They want to, they want something in the flesh. They want something in front of them, but they don't want to depend on the very things they cannot see. God said to focus on the things we cannot see, which are the things are above and not the things on this earth. 26. When Saul returned to his home at Gibeah, a group of men whose hearts God had touched went with him. Saul didn't go alone. God will always send you a comforter. God will always send you help. God will always send his friends. But there were some scoundrels who complained. How can this man save us? And they scorned him and refused to bring him gifts. But Saul ignored them. Listen. God is. The, the word of God activates. The word of God it speaks today. And I, I, I can't even express enough. We're going to go to chapter 11. And then we're going to end it here. This is where Saul defeats the Ammonites. Okay. So about a month later. King Nahash. Nahash of Ammon led his army against the Israelite town of Jebesh, Galilee. But all the citizens of Jebesh asked for peace. Make a treaty with us. And we will be your servants, they pleaded. All right. Nahash said, but only on one condition. I will gouge out the right eye of every one of you as a disgrace to all Israel. Give us seven days to send messengers throughout Israel, replied the elders of Jebesh. If no one comes to save us, we will agree to your terms. Do you all hear this? Do you hear this? This is in a word, and this is what we go through today with wars and power uh, and men and all of that. When the messengers came to Gibeah of Saul and told the people about their plight, everyone broke into tears. Saul had been plowing a field. He has been plowing, plowing a field with his oxen. And when he returned to town, he asked, what's the matter? Why is everyone crying? So they told him about the message from Jebesh. Then the spirit of God came powerfully upon Saul and he became very angry. Listen, I know what I know. This is verse six. I'm going to say this again. Then the spirit of God came powerfully upon Saul. It wasn't Saul. It was not him. It was the spirit of God that came upon Saul. And he became very angry. He was operating in the spirit of the Lord. Uh, God already had his mark on him. So there's a point to times where God will activate inside of you when the time is right. You don't know. You, listen, this is why it's important to be sensitive to the Holy, to the Holy Ghost, to be sensitive to the spirit of the Lord, because God will use you for appointed times. It's okay when you feel like 
you're not, um, you may not feel the spirit of the Lord all day, every single day. God will come. He will come when the time is appointed. He will come upon you and in you and just know that he's always with you because he's inside of us. We on verse seven, he took two oxen and cut them into pieces and sent the messengers to carry them throughout Israel with this message. This is what will happen to the oxen of anyone who refuses to follow Saul and Samuel into battle. And the Lord made the people afraid of Saul's anger and all of them came out together as one. When Saul mobilized them at Bezek, he found that there were 300,000 men from Israel and 30,000 men from Judah. So Saul sent the messengers back to Jebesh Gilead to say, we will rescue you by noontime tomorrow. There was great joy throughout the town when that message arrived. The men of Jebesh, I hope I'm saying it right, then told their enemies, tomorrow we will come out to you and you can do to us whatever you wish. But before dawn, the next morning, Saul arrived, having divided his army into three detachments. He launched a surprise attack against the Ammonites and slaughtered them the whole morning. The remnant of their army was so badly scattered that no two of them were left together. My God. <laughs> My God. That's all I could say. My God, <laughs> the anger of the Lord. You listen, y'all don't want them problems. Mm-mm. Then the people exclaimed to Samuel. Now, where are those men who said, why should Saul rule over us? Bring them here and we will kill them. But Saul replied, no one, n- no one will be executed today. For today, the Lord has rescued Israel. Then Samuel said to the people, Come, let us all go to Gilgal to renew the kingdom. So they all went to Gilgal and in a Solomon ceremony before the Lord, they made King Saul king. Then they offered peace offerings to the Lord and Saul and all the Israelites were filled with joy. Listen, God is using you about to use you in a mighty way. Yes, it's going to come with persecution as you saw as you saw that Saul was persecuted in a way where, you know, he was rejected. People didn't uh, want him as the king. They was like, why him? And listen, but God used him in a mighty way to the point it shocked the people. And they like, we praise the Lord for this king thank you god for he has rescued us from uh he has saved us so you know god is going to use you in a mighty way to help uh and to be the resource in the communities or wherever god has you at um you will bring souls into the uh, body of christ those who will be saved my god i pray that you will obey the call of the Lord that he has over your life when you are um, doing the works of God. I am led to continue to read the next chapter. So we're going to read that and then we're going to close out. Okay. So this is uh, the farewell addresses uh, from Samuel chapter 12. And just a note, I am in NLT. NLT. 
I do read out of King James Version, but I feel like I need to read out of this book as well um, for you all to understand. Uh, So here we go. Then Samuel addressed all Israel. I have done as you asked and given you a king. Your king is now your leader. I stand here before you, an old gray-haired man, and my son serve you. I have served as your leader from the, from the time I was a boy to this very day. Now testify against me in the presence of the Lord and before his anointed one, whose ox or donkey have I stolen? Have I ever cheated any of you? Have I ever oppressed you? Have I ever taken a bribe and per- perverted justice? Tell me I will make right whatever I have done wrong. I'm sorry, y'all. Whew. The spirit of the Lord is, <laughs> every time I read his word, he just, who the, I don't know how to explain, but God is just, elevates in my voice okay I don't mean to yell at y'all but we're gonna keep going we're gonna let the God be God let God be God right (laughs) so we on verse four no they replied have you you have you have never cheated or oppressed us and you have never taken even a single bribe the Lord has the Lord and his anointed one are my witnesses today. Samuel declared that my hands are clean. Yes, he is a witness. They replied. So what Samuel is saying that, well, first of all, if y'all go back to last Wednesday, they rejected Samuel because, um, he was, he's old and he, they feel like that he can't serve them anymore. But Samuel was a little hurt. Like I've been here all these years. I'm still breathing. I'm still here. I have never done you wrong. Why are you asking God for a new King? But you know, you have to go back and listen or just go and read the word for in that matter. Um, so that's, what's going on here. It, um, yeah. It was the Lord who appointed Moses and Aaron, Samuel continued. He brought your ancestors out of the land of Egypt. Now stand here quietly before the Lord as I remind you of all the great things the Lord has done for you and your ancestors when the Israelites were in Egypt and cried out to the Lord. He sent Moses and Aaron to rescue them from Egypt and to bring them into this land. But the people soon forgot about the Lord their God so he handed them over to Sisera the commander of Hezar's army and also the Philistines and to the king of Moab who fought against them then they cried to the Lord again and confessed we have sinned by turning away from the Lord and worshiping the images of Baal and Ashereth but we will worship you and you alone if you will rescue us from our enemies then the Lord sent Gideon Jephthah and Samuel to save you and you lived in safety but when you were afraid of Nahash the king of Ammon you came to me and said that you wanted a king to reign over you even though the Lord your God was already your king all right here's the king you have chosen you asked for him and the Lord has granted your wish your quest your request sorry y'all Ooh, spirit. <laughs> oh God. Listen, let me tell y'all something. I could feel the anger of the Lord of Samuel when he was like, 
Y'all serious? Y'all really wanted a king so bad when y'all already have a king that is the king of all kings. And y'all, they didn't, they got, they didn't, they did not want to follow Samuel anymore because they was mad at Sam. They was mad at the God that's in Sam, that was with in Samuel because of how he operated and what he was doing. So they was, you know, they wanted a new king. And again, Go back and read, understand the word of God for yourself. This is revival in the word. So we will revive this word. <laughs> it is living for sure, for sure. I hope you all can feel it because I can. But if you rebel against the Lord's commands and refuse to listen to him, then his hand will be as heavy upon you as if was upon your ancestors. Listen up. This is, this is a powerful word. If you rebel against the Lord commands and refuse to listen to him, then his hand will be as heavy upon you as it was upon your ancestors. My God, listen. Now stand here and see the great thing the Lord is about to do. You know that it does not rain at this time of the year during the wheat harvest. I will ask the Lord to send thunder and rain today. Then you will realize how wicked you have been in asking the Lord for a king. But let me point this out, y'all. God is so loving and merciful. He ha he still had mercy over his people because they was begging him for a king. God loved him so much. And he said, you know what, Samuel, just, you know, give them what they're asking for. I'm going to give them a king. And God chose Saul. And God trust that Saul is going to do the work that he has called him to do. So verse 18, we're almost done. You all. So Samuel called to the Lord and the Lord sent thunder and rain that day. And all the people were terrified of the Lord and of Samuel. So I'm going to pause right here real quick and say. The rain is actually a good thing. I know some of you are like, what? <laughs> the rain, rain, it's a symbol of new beginnings. Listen, God washed the whole earth away with rain and a flood when a Noah days and created all things new. What is he doing now? He's washing, he's brought rain and thunder to them and it terrified them. He's creating all things new. He's letting them know like from this moment, Things will be, things are different. Things are new now because now Samuel's no longer their king. Well, yeah, Samuel's no longer over them. Samuel is just answering from the Lord. And now they have the new king, which is Saul. So now all things are new in their time. And Saul, Samuel warned them about Saul and what Saul is capable of and what he will do. He already told them, um, but they didn't listen. They didn't care. They was just, you know, so gullible. They just wanted a king. So listen, verse 19, pray to the Lord your God for us, or we will die. They all said to Samuel, for now, we have added to our sins by asking for a king. Don't be afraid, Samuel reassured them. You have certainly done wrong, but make sure now that you worship the Lord with all your heart and don't turn your back on him. I hope y'all listening because that's for everybody. 
Don't go back to worshiping worthless idols that cannot help or rescue you. They are totally useless, says the Lord. The Lord will not abandon his people because that would, that would dishonor his great name. For it has pleased the Lord to make you his very own people. As for me, I will certainly not sin against the Lord by ending my prayers for you. And I will continue to teach you what is good and right. Hallelujah, my God. But be sure to fear the Lord and faithfully serve him. Think of all the wonderful things he has done for you. But if you continue to sin, you and your king will be swept away. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for this word, Lord God. I pray right now that your people will begin to see that you are so loving, that you have so much mercy over your people, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for your love, your unfilling love, Father God, for you still have mercy over your people when they kept asking for a new king and they lacked faith in you, even when they left you father God to this day you still have people who lack faith in you I don't know if the person listening to this podcast has a lack of faith in you but we're going to pray right now that you will increase their faith in the mighty name of Jesus hallelujah hallelujah God we thank you father God for your love hallelujah Jesus my God thank you for your word father God I pray right now that your people those who are listening in on this podcast today that they will receive the spirit of you they will receive an increase of you just like the increase you gave Saul just like the increase you gave me I believe they will receive an increase of you Father God we glorify your mighty name today Jesus we will obey you today God we will bow down to you Father God and be a slave of righteousness Father God we will walk on the path of righteousness for your name's sake Father God we will honor your name because your name is the great name Father God Thank you, Jesus, for this moment. Thank you for this time. We glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, amen, amen. I don't don't know what the Lord is going to lead me to read uh, next Wednesday. It could be we could still be in the book of Samuel. Um, But as of right now, we are on a series of Samuel for every Wednesday until the Lord says otherwise. But this was awesome. I hope that you all go back and take a read for yourself and understand the word of God for yourself and go back to last week's podcast. Check out everything in the description. You will see TayaCarlisle.com. Check me out there. Or you can just go to my bookstore, RevivalInTheWord.com. On the bookstore, there is also the podcast link is in there for um digital podcast instead of the uh youtube um because this is going to be everywhere everywhere including youtube let me say that so subscribe on youtube revival and the word everything will be located in the description um below or above or wherever this video is posted i love you all so much i will see you all on the next episode be blessed